the public says things mm -hmm. on the internet and just instantly assumes we're fucking arsonists and we're gonna because go because we had a business that closed no 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 like yes like let's think about this for a second why the fuck would we go burn a pizza place down <laughs> that we have no that doesn't fucking matter there's nothing in there that's mine yeah. right I'm gonna go burn it down and then what just like I never have to fucking pay for it again? No, like I still <laughs> gotta pay all the shit off. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna pay, like the mind that comes mm -hmm. into some of these the thoughts of being like, oh, it's oddly coincidental that the pizza place just closed a year ago and now it's on fire. I wonder who did it. <laughs> oh, yum. That'll that'll do ya. Wow. Okay, guys. Well, here we are. Uh, we are in episode 15. Wow. This is the 15th episode. I haven't been here in like 10 episodes. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been crazy. Happy to have you okay. here. Happy to be here. Yeah, you want to tell the guests why you weren't here? Why wasn't I here? There's a <laughs> lot of reasons why I haven't been here. <laughs> it's like 20 reasons why Devin <laughs> hasn't been here, but I'll give you some examples in a minute. But, uh, you know, we felt like it was important for you guys to know who the fuck we are uh, because we kind of just jumped into this podcast thing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Like, why do you, who's this guy and this, who's this woman, into my you know what I mean? Like, like interviewing all these people, what, wh where did we come from? And uh, so we thought it might be kind of fun for us. <laughs> where did we come from? Where did we go? Where my, did we come from? <laughs> That's a good song, babe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, obviously, I'm Austin, and uh, this is Devin. I'm Devin. And we, we, we have a little bit of a story to tell, just a little bit. And, uh, you know, so one, we, we asked a, a, a few of you some questions or, like, just made a post probably a week and a half back. We're shooting this episode on a Tuesday right now. We don't ever shoot mm -hmm. on a Tuesday, and we have three in a row this week that we just bam, bam, bammed ourselves. So, because um, life happens. And that's a, that's a big part of our story is the fact that we feel like, uh, what do we, what do we say this joke that we are? We make a joke. We're the 1% always. Yeah. So, uh, kind of like Murphy's law. Yeah. We even named bit. our dog Murphy. We did. It's a, it's a joke. It really is. It's a running joke. And those around us kind of, uh, I think see that a little bit, you know, I've actually noticed some people like even like family members and they get closer to us. There's like this like fire that you get like sucked into that is the whirlwind of of our life and we're like sorry, <laughs> you know like you're stuck now. It just fucking happens and it's wild shit. So anyway, um, you know Devin and I we uh, we run some coffee shops. We are the owners of Dev's Coffee Bar. Um, we're just gonna start it off and basically give you just a rundown of kind of our story and we'll make that quick because I really want to jump into the questions. But let's do it. Where did this start for us, Devin? Where did it originally start? Yeah, where did it start? It where did Dev start? It started in 2016. And at the time, I was a barista working at Pete's Coffee and Tea. Yep. Um, I was a manager and I was going to school. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't necessarily happy with what I was doing. And my mom's name is Drew. We always had this joke, right, that we were going to buy a restaurant and name it Double D's because, well, <laughs> we have like <laughs> negative double A's 
I guess. <laughs> um, Not true. Anyways, so where we live, uh, uh, bikini coffee shops are fairly popular. For sure. Like, oh, it'd be false advertising. We'll just have to name it something else if we ever do that, whatever. <laughs> um, so one day we just so happened to see this this coffee shop for sale. Um, we're like, let's just, let's just go check it out. Like, neither of us have anything going on. Right. Um, and we roll up to this coffee shop and the lady has no idea what we're talking about. And she's like, I think that one is down the street. This one's not for sale, but I'll sell it to you if right. you're interested. We were like, okay, we don't know what we're doing, but sure, let's let's give it a shot, right? Um, yeah, and so we we did the paperwork, we did all the stuff, and then two months later, we ended up with a coffee shop. And it somehow led us here. And somehow it led us here. So I didn't I didn't even know we weren't even together at this time at all. We weren't dating. I think it was what um maybe a month or two after you made that mm-hmm. leap. Yep. Um, but I think the big the big picture that I feel like you don't preface enough which is that your childhood, you, you're an odd child. You're very odd. Wow. Thank you. Um, this woman, <laughs> would, sorry, this child would, was like selling knitted blankets and hats or whatever you were to your mom's coworkers. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Like seven? Like seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she was born to be, um, Wild. an entrepreneur and somebody who is, uh, you know, just driven and like you, <laughs> There's, there's, you were selling other shit too, weren't you? What were you, what else were you selling? Everything. Everything? Everything. It was just like instilled in you. Mm-hmm. And your parents aren't entrepreneurs, right? Nope. Nope. Hmm. Love them to pieces, but no. Where did, so where did it come from? Like I'm who instilled sure. that into you? Still trying to figure that part out. Just one day I you're like, I want to go sell some hats. <laughs> I think it was probably my grandpa. Um, he was a kind of the jack of all trades. He did everything. He was a truck driver a male truck driver he had a garden he just knew how to do everything he had a big woodworking thing he built a car from scratch he built my whole family houses by himself no team i heard a lot about this man by the way i'm pretending like i don't know what this who this man is i never got to meet him (laughs) or or your grandma but i know they played a huge role into that that growth of of you so i wish i could have met him i think that's where it came from though yeah yeah props thanks thanks grandma and grandpa Thank you. So the next really big thing that happened with devs, I mean, there's a, you kind of started that in, uh, I think, you know, you and your mom were working that thing together. Mm-hmm. It was, it was every just like a, day. every day. Yep. Yep. And we were doing good. <clears throat> we didn't know where it was going, right. but we were, we were staying above water. Bills were getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So what happened next? We were making coffee. I don't know what happened next. Some doorknob came and introduced himself to, uh, to me, Austin. Yes, that's me. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, kept us coming. How many times did it take me to ask you on a date before you actually let me take you out? And it was only out of uh, boredom on a Friday night. Gosh, yeah, I love you so much. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it was boredom on a Friday night. Yeah. yeah, that's a story. We don't need to get into that one. That's a long story. It's a really silly story because uh, I don't know how better, to take directions. The better question but. is, how long did you have to stalk me down at said coffee shop? Uh, like stock. What do you mean? Like just show up every day? Yeah. Like Get it was like a month. White mochas. Pretend like you didn't like black coffee. Yeah, and then you yeah, yeah. And then you just told me it was black coffee that I could have. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I met Devin. I finally she let me take her out on a date. And uh, we, I don't know, probably six months into it, I kind of started helping out at the shop. You would say, mm-hmm. uh, I was a I was a tire salesman at the time, 
I, th- I think I was bouncing around to a couple jobs at that time mm-hmm. too. But, uh, you know, we, <clears throat> we would, I would help her on the weekends and then, you know, we'd go do shit after that, but we always, mm-hmm. we were always working for sure. And I think the big change came probably about two years later, right? 2017 ish. Mm, 2019. Well, 2017, we got engaged. We bought our first home. We did. In, uh, yep. Yakult. 2018. 2018. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically a year later, we ended up hitting this point in our life where, one, you were pregnant at the time. Mm -hmm. 2019. Yep. And she was still running the shop. You had, what, one employee, two employees at the time? Uh, Cassie and Savannah? Yes. Yep. More or less, yeah. So we had two employees at this time, and uh, we had really no, there was no like massive plan, no. right? We were just we riding just had the this wave. coffee shop, right? Yeah, and uh, we weren't married yet, but we got married that that year mm-hmm. as well, and our first son was born, mm-hmm. and then what happened? All hell breaks loose. Yes, with every aspect of our life, dun, dun, everything. Dun. So Devin was dealt with, uh, one, we had our son, July 19th, <coughs> Cooper. Good job. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, 7, 19, 11, 19. Yeah, yep. At night. Wow. Yeah. Look at That's how I remember it. Gold star. Uh, any, yeah. So we, we had our son, uh, and Devin was basically like had a ton of birth complications. And from what I remember, it was like, this ridiculously stupid long like everything that could have happened that gone wrong you were trying to have a natural birth and you like waited till the very last minute to get your epidural right mm-hmm. and then after the baby came out her leg was like fucking like numb and she couldn't move it for well you couldn't move it at this point but you couldn't feel it right so the doctor couldn't was like it, couldn't feel it <clears throat> i don't know but we, we, we ended up staying at the hospital for a few days later, later mm-hmm. from that. And excuse me, beer. So good. But, uh, we ended up staying at the hospital for what, like a week or mm-hmm. there for like five days. Yep. And, and we were just like ready to get the fuck out of there. At that point we were like, just send us home. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care anymore. You're not going to figure it out. You basically were, we'll just call it immobilized for mm-hmm. about four to six months. Mm-hmm. Um, which in turn left me jobless. Yeah, so we basically made the decision uh, probably about a month into Cooper's birth that, you know, because you were immobilized, metaphorically, again, you could kind of walk, but the doctor's like, you're not supposed to hold the baby, you're not mm-hmm. supposed to take, you can't drive. You couldn't drive for six months. Correct. Yeah, it was yeah. fucked. And mind you, at this point, we didn't have, you know, much of any money in our no. bank. We, just uh, had we had 10 grand. Tiny I had a little house in Yakult. Ass loads of debt. Feet. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we had, we had some money in our savings and we were basically made this decision to just kind of like either, either I'm going to go get a nine to five again, or we're going to just say, Hey, fuck it. Let's, let's go, let's tag team this coffee shop and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And we kind of felt like that was our only option at that point. Cause if I was getting a nine to five, which I wasn't, you that really was our only option actually because we somebody had to be there mm-hmm. um yep. so we basically both i drove both devin and i because i didn't know much about coffee at this time but i drove both devin and i to the, and our baby mm-hmm. to the orchards coffee shop our first stand and we worked there uh every day 
mm-hmm. for like a year. You could yeah. say it was, it was shortly thereafter. We, mm-hmm. we kind of scaled back a little bit. We took turns and your legs started to heal up a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, mind you, you were still had other complications for two years after that, that we just will skim on over, skim over that. <laughs> um, but realistically, um, this was kind of our like our, our low moment number one when mm-hmm. we we lost a lot of our family during this. Mm-hmm. You know, we canceled Netflix. We canceled Netflix. Um, you know, we did yeah. everything that we possibly could to kind of just survive. And when you're put in that position to realistically, which what we thought was a low, right? Mm-hmm. What we thought was a low at that time, uh, which I think both of us look back on that and we would like fucking die to just take that moment back again yeah. and just like Seriously, take another stab at it you know yep. um i don't know that we'd do much different i think we'd do it well we would do it differently but we'd do it the same thing just differently Be um, a little less stressed out the the second round oh for sure for sure for sure <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know we we basically took this leap into this coffee shop hoping that uh you know it was going to be able to pay our bills because mm-hmm. we didn't take a paycheck for almost a year, I think, mm-hmm. into it. And we were just, again, canceled Netflix, canceled all the, the basic shit. We were living off of, you know, crap. We still did okay. We took we still did fun shit. We took care of each other and our family. And, you know, we ate good and made sure that you made some damn good meals in that house. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, you still do. Lots of noodles. <laughs> so shortly thereafter, everybody knows what happens next. I mean, COVID happens, mm-hmm. you know, which seems to be the subject of, business lately and the people's struggles but we actually flourished during COVID. um it was nerve-wracking for sure but coronavirus allowed us to like that whole shit we capitalized when everybody closed and all these other businesses closed we stayed open and Mm -hmm. i think the the beauty of our our i'll just call it partnership not just our marriage but our business partnership is that we complement each other in so many in in different ways like your strong suits are my weaknesses and you know your weaknesses are my strong suits so it's like this it's 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 sort of like it was just meant to be that way and uh we hit the social medias hard Mm -hmm. we we did a lot of rebranding and learning you Mm -hmm. know we we fucked a lot of shit up in the time you know had a lot of scares learned you know hiring and firing and overstaffing and understaffing and Mm -hmm. you know we still deal with that to this day I for think. sure oh, but yeah. shortly thereafter we kind of like hit a point where we realized that uh that shop got so busy you know and i think what do you what do you think that we did in that time to make the shops as busy as it was because that stand was cooking i mean we were for sure tapped out all like the time yeah fully bore all the whole we we're doubling what we we're doing now mm-hmm. what was what was that that big kick that threw us into that. I mean, obviously taking advantage of that stuff, but what I think our during COVID, we, we were tough. We looked at each other and we were like, okay, we've, we've been here before. There's only one option and that's to go up. Right. And I think people saw that when everything else was kind of crumbling and I don't, I don't want to say weak and I don't know how to, but yeah, the, everything was, the, it was ev- crumbling. Everything's yeah. falling apart. And when you came through our drive through, everybody was still family. There wasn't any, Oh, you might have COVID. Yeah. Um, 
things are going to be weird and awkward. We just kept rocking and rolling. Kind of like a safe spot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and during that time, I felt like we, we learned how to be quicker so we could not necessarily like push cars out, but we were, and yeah. we were still connecting with everybody. Right. And I feel like that's <coughs> a rare thing and to at this find point, nowadays. You really, as far as like financially is concerned, we didn't really have much debt in the business, right? Mm-mm. Like almost, nope. we, we had just... We had a rolling credit we had, card. We had a rolling credit supplies. card and a loan mm-hmm. on the coffee shop, which wasn't a lot, like mm-hmm. nothing comparatively to now. Uh-huh. Um, but realistically, it was in a really good position. It was making a significant amount of money at this time, and we felt like it was a good time to expand. Mm-hmm. So we started hunting around for all these locations. And sometimes one question I think that I had going into that was like, where the fuck do we start? Like, how mm-hmm. do you just like buy a coffee shop or mm-hmm. like, like what, what, what's the, how the taxes, like the licensing, the health stuff. Like we knew nothing going mm-hmm. into that. Literally nothing. Yep. And we found this disgusting, nasty fucking building, dude. Nasty building. It was so this, bad. The canvas building, right? Yes, the canvas building. This was about 2021 at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So we spent about two years. Yep. Mind you, we're working just about every day mm-hmm. still at this point. Dragging little Cooper around yeah. everywhere. And um, yeah, yeah, that was, which, which was fun. We were so driven. I think like we just, one thing I think that we didn't do is like we never, we just never stopped. Mm-hmm. We didn't like take a second to like think. We just like realized, Reflect. whoa, yeah. we, we went from making, you know, 90 grand a year to like 300 overnight. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like that next, that th- it was like three, th- I don't know what it was, but. Yeah. I think it was, uh, was that big- the beginning of 2020? We made it a goal to sell $800 in one day. Yeah. And the following weekend we did that in like an hour. We did. Do you remember that? I do. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. I remember looking at my planner on like January 2nd yeah. and I was like, oh, done. And <laughs> yeah, we, we did shit like that too. Like people talk about like the setting goals and the writing things down. I guess we kind of did that, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. we look at that now. Like we, we still kind of do that. We still make lists. You know, we're not as I think proactive about making like a dream board or something, but mm-hmm. we pretty much do that. But yeah, so realistically, the camera shop was disgusting. We had no idea what we were doing. And mm-hmm. we just decided, like, we're just going to freaking send it. So the first, I think, big mistake that we made was taking out a capital loan mm-hmm. through Square, right? Yep. We decided because we weren't sitting on a bunch of cash, mm-hmm. but we were we were basically, like, maintaining at this point from what we felt with the one shop. And... We, we had enough to make money, but we're still paying off the old stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not mistaken, we take, took that first square loan out. We paid off any and all previous debts, and we took mm-hmm. the leftover money, which wasn't a ton. We had a really tight budget for mm-hmm. that, that building. And do you remember how much it was? I want to say it was like 50 grand. I was going to say 40. Yeah, so f- 40 or 50 grand. And we're talking a shell of a building, though. Yeah, this is nothing. Like it, there's, there's nothing in it. Um, and what was in it? We had to. Yeah, we had to like had get to rid of everything. Yeah. It was like moldy and disgusting, yeah. and like the walls were fucking gross. But we, we literally pressure washed the inside. Do you <laughs> yeah. remember shoving the pressure washer into the floor drain? I do. Yeah, and, and then it just came back right yeah. out because the floor <laughs> drains didn't have an exit. They were just like closed, like just, either clogged yeah. shut or they were fucking whatever. But anyway, so we 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 find this building and we're like, you know what? We're gonna rebuild this thing and we're gonna like make it into 
realistically what it is now. If you've mm-hmm. been to our canvas location, like that was a, a disgusting shell at one point. And it took me and my brother-in-law Tanner mm-hmm. um, and, and many a hands obviously in this, but we basically built it from nothing. We went to Home mm-hmm. Depot. We built everything from the countertops to, uh, we used know, a masking like, tape on the floor yeah, to we like, like designed outline it out. where everything was. And yeah. I'm, I'm not like a, I don't know you would, I'm not a, a carpenter, but like, I like to build things mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm perfect at anything, but like, I'm okay <laughs> at a Can't lot get of stuff, the job done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can get the job done. And, uh, you know, so we, we basically took it one step at a time and we, we, we signed the papers on the building mm-hmm. before buying anything, before mm-hmm. pricing anything out. I don't know that we even like, we knew we, approximately how much generally. it was, but we yeah. were just fucking sending it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't, now like you look at this place and like what we would do next is mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't cost of anything. We were like, we just know we need another coffee shop. This place has a drive through. Nowhere is going to have a fucking drive through. Mm-hmm. And I don't, do you remember doing any of that? Nope. Like nothing. No, <laughs> we, we just straight up sent it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's a, that's another learning I, curve. I remember you specifically saying during that time, because I, I am so calculated money come money go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, it came it, and went really fast. Went. <laughs> but the cool thing about that place was it came together really well. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we, like I said, we took it one step at a time. We built up the counters. We, mm-hmm. we kind of had the design and the layout on how we wanted to do it. And I, instead of working at the orchard shop, we took that money that we were going to use, you know, well, well, that partially that loan. And we put that into the payroll at that shop. So it was kind of able to run itself for a little bit mm-hmm. while we built this other shop. So that's financially how we did it. And I'm going to try and include as much of that in here as I can, because I feel like that's a, that's some a people, question that we get a lot yeah. is like, where do you start? That's what I mean. Like no one knows like, well, how the fuck do you just like randomly just up and leave? Well, we didn't, you know what I mean? We took a risk of Mm -hmm. thinking like, okay, we took months of no Netflix to get where we are today. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, well, the biggest part is like, hopefully the orchard shop is able to hold up, hold up. It's, it's one, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's maintaining the sales that it was going to when we left, Mm -hmm. which it did. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had a pretty good team in place at that time. And I think that's a really important and, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to our team at that time. I think mm-hmm. I can name most of them. Um, but everybody was like on point and without that, I don't, we wouldn't have been able to do it. We, we did for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we stepped away, we tackled this coffee shop, didn't do any license shit, didn't fill out like none of that. Like we just, we just went for it. Right. And to the point where the, the, what was it, guy? The, the, the L and I guy. The L and I inspector showed up. I'm changing a light outside, right? And luckily, the owners of the property were cool with whatever the fuck we wanted to do. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. This property was disgusting. So no matter what we did to it, we weren't making it worse. So mm-hmm. they were like, "Do whatever you want. Go for it." And you know, like we figured it out as we went. You know, we 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 ended up getting permits after that. The L and I came, Mike, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. He he helped us, which was really, really cool, like guide us into, you know, we didn't really do anything wrong other than the fact that we didn't file a permit to change a light bulb outside. But, you know, we all know that we, there was more than that that was happening. Uh, maybe we do should we? put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was cool. There, there's a lot of good people around us that, that kind of helped us. And we also just like, I think something to learn when you're a business owner and you're just making these leaps is understanding that 
you you're not you could do as much research as you want but there's never any fucking real like do this first then do this mm-hmm. you just need to do it you do something wrong someone's gonna come find you mm-hmm. you know what i mean those dudes they'll lock you down the fire department the health department l and i you know they'll all the licensing you. people like they'll, they'll find you dude find you. so and we were not doing anything wrong we did have every intention we were doing our taxes we were doing mm-hmm. all that stuff right but it's all the little stuff that adds up that you don't think about. Litter tax. You know? Litter tax. Litter tax. Who the frick knows about a litter tax? Yeah. But anyway, so we uh, we get that shop open in August of 2021, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And August 1st. August 1st, 2021. Exactly 60 days yes. from start to finish to build that thing. And, and it pull was, it all together and staff it. It was amazing. It and was great. It killed it. And we did, uh, that is now and still is, I think, our busiest shop. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, that building has a lot of character, and it's in a really good location. And I think that plays a huge role into it, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, the, the 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 next part kind of really uh, really gets us going because we are open a full year, right? Twenty twenty two. No. No, because we opened in twenty twenty. It was August of twenty twenty mm-hmm. when we opened. We moved fast. Yeah, August yeah. of twenty twenty, we opened that store. Mm-hmm. So twenty twenty one comes around, right? We're and in, we're, we're in open a year. Yep. No. Yeah. No. August we, of 2021 was when? We opened when? in 2021. Yes. Yes. Oh. We opened Canvas 2021. I don't think that's right. It is, I promise. Okay. We just had their second anniversary. Sounds good. Dope. Okay. So we opened it in 2021. Dope. And then sh- probably, what, six months into that? Mm-hmm. Comes. What do we do in that six months? What do you mean, what do we do? What do we do in that six months? We broke every... Like, we, we just killed it. We just killed it? Yeah. Uh, we moved. Oh, we did. Oh, you're talking about outside yeah. of life. I was like, mm-hmm. thought you meant within the business. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on. It plays a big factor. It does. It, Go ahead. Yeah. What else did we do, babe? Well, we sold our first home, decided that we were going to move into a trailer with intentions to move out of state, and then we decided to have a baby. We did. We so did. So I got pregnant. Yeah. Our dog had puppies. Yeah. And then... What happened next? You know, like that's a, that's a that's a, that's an important key that you said because there was like fifty things going on in our life, and we just decided that we're just gonna pile it all on. And then, uh, you know, when Hayden, when you got pregnant with Hayden, our second mm-hmm. son, who's now a year, we decided that uh, it probably was best that we this RV that we just bought from selling our home and mm-hmm. this truck and all this stuff, and we we're gonna, you know. Again, move out of state. We decided it'd probably be best if we didn't do that when we already have one kid and businesses. And yeah, we're like, how the heck are we going to leave mm-hmm. now at this point? You know what I mean? So we decided to plant our roots here mm-hmm. um, in, in Washington State. And th- I think the, the biggest change comes uh, around January of 22 mm-hmm. of last year. And um, a neighboring business um Pied Piper Pizza. We were great friends with the family, right? Uh they helped us through everything. Um, you know, they they took care of us. We were we were partnering businesses, more or less grandparents. Um <clears throat> saw them every day and every day was a we're gonna sell this pizza place when you guys want to buy it. When you guys gonna buy this pizza place? <laughs> For probably a year, maybe more. Mm-hmm. And uh, this place was going to close down that year in, what, April? In 
April. Yeah. End of April. So Devin and I are like, they, you know, ambitious people. I think we thought that, you know what, we're going to stay here. This is an opportunity to, you know, basically the, the cop one, the coffee shops were, were more or less running themselves at this point. We, we still had to be there. Um, but we, we didn't realize how much back end stuff we were doing at that time. I would say, mm-hmm. you know, with it comes to planning and like when you, when you kind of like separate yourself from a business that you're involved in every day, you're not really separating yourself. What's the word I'm looking for? You just you know. take a step back and learn how to, to delegate. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. But we, we were, the, we felt like we could back away from them and they would still do their thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They would still, we, we had processes in place. We had people getting inventory. Um, you know, we had managers, we had, of course there's problems in general, mm-hmm. like everything, you know, there's always staffing issues. There's always someone sick. There's always whatever, but financially it was stable and we were almost debt free, mm-hmm. right? We were completely debt free actually at this point. Yes. I think we had just paid off all of our, our loans as a company. And, uh, we're like, you know what? This fucking pizza place next door sounds like a fun adventure. Why don't we just fucking buy it? Right? <laughs> so we decided why well, you're not saying anything. <laughs> He's just looking at me you like, you got it, bro. Whoa. Send it. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, I'm sure everybody is listening to this. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Dude. A lot is the answer. Um, so we buy this pizza place, you know, mind you, we, this time when we're buying this pizza place, we're still living in the fucking trailer, mm-hmm. trying to buy a house. But yep. as all of you the know, market. you know, buying a house is already a freaking shit show as it is. But when you're a business owner, it's like freaking impossible because your finances are always whack. Unless you're a uh, shameless plug to Haley Parker. Thank you for being an amazing realtor and, and Carrie Flores and Carrie Flores, which you're, you're a both lot amazing. of strings for yeah. sure. So, um, you know, we, 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 we handshake agreement, this pizza place, this is the best, best way I can put it. There was contracts and signed, you know, there was, there was, you know, we didn't really have any lists of equipment or anything like that. We were, we just like, that's how close we were to these people was like, mm-hmm. we were going to take over this pizza place and we felt like it was, it was of our best interest to, to keep it the same mm-hmm. name and the same, you know, I don't know, just v- overall, like we wanted some history of that place to stay the same, Correct. you know? And I don't think they wanted us to change anything, did they? No. No, they didn't want us to change anything. But, um, you know, the fact the matter is when you, one of the biggest, I think, struggles that we went through was that when you own a business like that, that not just a pizza place, but any small business, you have to be present. Mm-hmm. You have to be there every single day. You know, you're part of the payroll and you don't realize how much mm-hmm. it costs for you not to be there. Because when you as a business owner in a business, you're and you're working there. You are three fucking people four four shifts. Sometimes if you're mm-hmm. working open to close, because you could do you're willing to take on double the job. That was, I think, the biggest mistake that we took and didn't take into consideration when we were calculating the finances of that thing, which mm-hmm. was like, hey, every, they're all working here, you know, and they're all family. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the biggest the biggest flaw that we found with that place. But anyway, we make this big, freaking ambitious jump. So we didn't go into it with a ton of money. You know, we went into it thinking we needed this much and we had plans to basically work there. Uh, as much as we could and 
you know, kind of do the same thing that we did with the coffee shop. So it's just mm-hmm. like be present, flourish, and, you know, put our creative spin on things. Mm-hmm. And probably the f- two, two or three months into it, what happened? just wasn't working right it just wasn't working yeah money was not there we were not making Mm -hmm. jack anything you know we were still doing i think the same amount of money that they were doing when we when we bought it Mm -hmm. and we realized that you know this the the growth that we wanted wasn't going to come initially Mm -hmm. um we needed to do something drastic to because we were going to run out of money at this point right Mm -hmm. you know we had nothing and so we decided we're going to read redo this whole fucking pizza place. This is a 7,000 7, square, square foot feet. building. Yes. And, you know, we we makeshift made it work. Mm-hmm. You know, we had help from from friends and family and, and employees mm-hmm. that wanted to work into it. Um, and we basically shut down for a week, We right? Was it a it week? It was about two weeks, yeah. We shut down for two weeks and completely remodeled the entire place in two mm-hmm. weeks, me and, me and uh, a, a group of people, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, which thank you to everybody that did that. If you, if you do watch this, we're very thankful. I appreciate that. Um, cause there's a lot of hands in that. There's mm-hmm. a ton of hands. Oh, for sure. Like Until tons of different people that helped. Everybody one, knew what we were taking on. Yeah. Yep. It was, it was like, this is crazy, but yeah. you know, we, we, we all collectively put a bunch of work into that place and kind of changed it around. And you guys have to bear with me. I'm, this is hard for me to talk about. It's hard for me to recall everything cause I buried a lot of it both of us have, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to get out everything that I possibly can in order and as clear as I can. Again, it's just, it doesn't all come to you when you, you go through something like that, that is so traumatic that you, you just tuck it away and you don't fucking think about it anymore. So that's kind of what we did where we're at now. But, um, you know, during this process of, of remodeling it, we dumped a lot more money into it. Uh, we pulled more money out of our ass. I don't even mm-hmm. remember where the fuck we got it from. <laughs> Loans, I guess. <laughs> I tried to. Somewhere. Um, you know, and we were basically hoping for this big, like, hit. And this is how bad we wanted that place to survive. I think mm-hmm. that is something that is not, like, why would we go and waste hundreds of pennies, hundreds of thousands of pennies. <laughs> and hours. And hours of our time Days. if we didn't want to see this place survive. And I think that is like, you know, we, we did. We fucking ran it to the ground for sure. But we ran it to the ground fighting f- to the death mm-hmm. to try and make sure that we could, you know. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of opinions involved in that. There's a lot of opinions in every decision that we made to do what we did. But, you know, we... we we can't take it back. We there's there may be things that we would do different now. Um, you know, we we probably would have just changed the whole fucking thing from the get go. Mm-hmm. You know, just wiped a clean slate. That that probably would have been our best option for one because there's just so much personal, you know, feelings. But we we had a, every intention was to do good things. We wanted to do good things. I think that is that is where it stands. But you know, uh, we 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 relaunched this right this massive. Re- grand opening grand reopening mm-hmm. brand new uh, menu two weeks into this pizza place venture yep and guys i just let's just preface this we still have coffee shops we're still running other businesses inside for this and my wife is caring for our our child our what two-year-old two, at this two time year old and, I'm and she's freaking seven pregnant. months pregnant yeah. like this is like we had no time we're just freaking no just sleep going. just going for it you know and uh you know, we hit this grand reopening and we had a 
killer first what mm-hmm. two three months even after yeah. that um but we didn't have enough i think funding from behind that and i i think the biggest thing that came from it by funding i mean like if we had another half a million dollars to be able to keep in the bank we we could have made the right moves but the cost that we we needed to put in to get the return over the amount of time that we were trying to get it in we we just didn't have it we just ran out of money basically we went broke and and time you know what i mean and you know with life happening and with you we were moving mm-hmm. again trying to have a baby uh we 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 were trying to have any slice or sliver of life because we just spent two and a half years building coffee shops and now we just put ourselves in this massive mess of a of a pizza place that we were trying to freaking put out every stop that we possibly could to to get it to survive and you know we just we made a lot of wrong decisions what it comes down to you know we 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 probably should have came at it with more funding and more time and it wasn't the right time to make that decision with our coffee shop position because what ended up happening was the coffee shops just started like when we separated from that and we were needed and we couldn't be there because we were trying to take care of the coffee or the pizza place till one in the morning to 12 in the morning you know we mm-hmm. were the coffee shop was lacking its leadership and you can't be two places at once you know so you try and take care of one thing and the next thing falls but mm-hmm. when we thought we were ready we weren't that's that's realistically plain it simple. plain and simple but you know we ended up closing uh hard which was the hardest thing i've ever had to do in my entire life was make phone calls to people and tell them that tomorrow you know we 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 have to close and basically the gist of it we ended up running out of money to the point where like we we couldn't afford to keep the uh we we were going to be late on rent i think what it was we had this massive lease mhm of an undescribable number. Well, you could tell. Who cares? Fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, it was like fifteen grand a month for that place. So, like, problem yeah. number one, we'd never, we re-signed a fucking lease that was f- totally astronomically d- stupid, unattainable for. We didn't have a lawyer at this time, which mm-hmm. now we do, mm-hmm. right? We have an attorney. We have, we have a, a lawyer. lawyer. Yep. And we'll never ever sign another lease without sending it over. Mm-hmm. That's for sure, and just reading it over. But this is all part of learning and. I guess making leaps and fucking shit up to figure it out. But mm-hmm. you know what happened next? Take it over, please. Um, I need some well, beer. <laughs> uh, let's see the day before I am going to the hospital to have this baby. Um, we get a phone call from an unknown number and it's someone that owns a coffee shop locally um, in battleground, Washington and they're curious if we would like to buy them out of their lease to open, basically reopen and rebrand um, under the dev's name. And this location is a half mile from our new house, right? Yep. And we're like, this is something that we cannot turn down. No, heck no. You know, we, we have no idea how we're going to do this. So why did we, why, this point. We'll, ju- we'll just jump into it. We, we ended up buying an, this coffee shop that we're sitting in right now. Mm-hmm. The battleground shop on July third. Yeah, July tenth. Yep, July tenth. We yep. we were we were battling between a uh, so how, one how if we were so broke mm-hmm. how did we how did we make this coffee shop work? Took like, another where did, loan. Right, but why didn't yes. we put it into the pizza place? It wasn't enough. 
that's that's what I'm getting at. The the money that we paid for this place would not have saved that pizza place Mm -hmm. by any means. Um, I would have just prolonged it for another couple uh, months. Not even that. The the amount of money that we were losing a month, maybe a month, Mm -hmm. and we would have been in the same position. So um, we we got in touch with uh, some partners, which, again, devs, we, Mm -hmm. we are full owners of devs, but we have had some silent investors reach out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which are now, you know, we're, we're what, like almost a, two months away from paying that off, mm-hmm. which has been a freaking nightmare <clears throat> to get, to get to with dealing with all of the, the loss of the pizza place and stuff. But mm-hmm. now, you know, I mean, looking back at all of this, cause we just jumped over so many things, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we bought a pizza place. We closed the pizza place. We, we buy another coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And here we are a year later. Uh, our, our actually our year anniversary was uh, like three days ago. Yeah. Um, and then it's really hot in here. It is very hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> and then August 7th is when we actually had a meeting with the landlord of the pizza place to kind of go over options and decided that day that that was the end of we didn't decide that day actually we, did, we didn't decide we were told. we were told that we needed to close yes. which like we were I, not I gonna think... be able to pay rent they told us that we were gonna close which was a mistake right yeah because we should have just we we yeah looking back i think we probably would have more backbone well, we probably no. would have stayed open a little bit longer. We would have yeah. had like a probably a progressive close, done the close mm-hmm. of the business totally it different. Been but one, I was like, this this person is telling me that I need to close, and I I don't. She's the owner of the property, so in my head, I was just thinking like, you're cracking under authority. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Well, one, I'm a, I try and have respect for people, but I, like I didn't I didn't know anything mm-hmm. better, um, and so we ended up just like one feeling like we were cornered and Mm -hmm. had to do it which which we still carry on all of that debt by the way Mm -hmm. um there is almost we haven't filed bankruptcy or anything uh we have done everything basically out of our pocket Mm -hmm. um we both work like every single day basically if you guys see us at our place of work or doing the things that we're doing, it's probably because we're paying off debt. <laughs> that sounds so like fucked. <laughs> so, okay, um, well, for for reference, he's referring to like six a.m. to midnight every single day. Yeah, for sure. For weeks. Yeah. On end. Let's mm-hmm. talk about some good stuff. Let's talk about some good stuff. Uh, one, we have three shops. We obviously mm-hmm. we, we're in the battleground one right now, and yep. they all do really well. And they do great. They, uh, you know, they, we have a really good supportive community around us and people that stuck behind us through all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And we're very thankful of that. But yeah, I, I got to jump to something here. This is <laughs> fucked. <laughs> can we just go to the questions, please? <laughs> I don't even know if I can talk about Customer. any of that anymore. We're not to okay. like, there's so much more to that story, but, um, to be continued in another episode. Yeah. To be continued. There's, there's, yeah. uh, just a good amount of stuff so anyway we made a post you guys mm-hmm. and we threw up some uh you know an opportunity to ask us a bunch of questions and so what i'm gonna do is uh you know i'm just gonna go over some of these questions that you guys asked and uh, there's a lot of a lot of really good ones mm-hmm. cut my hair cut I, your cut, your cut hair? my hair i did cut my hair since yeah. then is that why you got a haircut no oh. no i got a fucking <laughs> haircut because my hair was long <laughs> i needed a haircut you got like the little uh 
Justin wings. Bieber wing things. Yeah, going that's on, what yeah. happens. So, um, uh, Kenzie Kimmel asks, "How did you manage being a young family and starting so many businesses together, and not letting working together deter your personal relationship?" Mm-hmm. I have an opinion on this. I'll let you go mm-hmm. first, though. How did we, did we do it? We did that. Um, I mean, we fucked we fucked it up, but yeah, sure, we <laughs> did it together. It. We didn't fuck all of it up. Just yeah. Thirty percent of it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it has taken, I think, every ounce out of us. I feel like mm-hmm. the last year alone has probably aged me ten. Yeah. And I think you probably feel the same way. No doubt. No doubt. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. But the second half um, of the question is how do you, how do you not let it affect our deter your personal relation working together deter your personal relationship. Do we I mean, even have a personal relationship? This is our date. Yeah. This is. <laughs> um, it does in some sense, but in other ways, I feel like it also benefits yeah. our personal relationship. I feel like if we each had our own jobs mm-hmm. or responsibilities, we'll call them, it would it would still have its downfalls. Yeah, and there'd still be different different tensions. Right, there would still be tension there's tension in every relationship, right? Mm -hmm. But I think the struggle is just different. It's still there. Just like every other couple. Sure. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think like people, everybody has uh, issues and I think it's, I think it's almost like it's ignorant to think that uh, there isn't struggles or disagreements in any relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that, you know, Devin and I have spent one day apart since we met. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to pretend, uh, or like, you know, you be, or not pretend, sorry, as much as people are like, we're meant to be together. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, when like couples get that, we're perfect and blah, blah. Like there's something to be said about working with your partner and living with your partner mm-hmm. every day. And, you know, yeah, like now we don't necessarily work together, but we talk on the phone, you know, mm-hmm. multiple times a day and we're talking about work. Mm-hmm. So we, we are working together every day, mm-hmm. but I would say that, uh, you know, it's not for everybody, but I think that we have the, the, the key to answer your question, Kenzie is like, um, understanding that everybody does it like everybody argues, you know, everybody has tiffs and issues and i think that it's important to understand that your your problems may not be any any more more severe than the last person's having patience is important Mm -hmm. and perspective in that sense of like yeah we maybe had a lot on our plate but you know realistically it suffered our relationship suffered drastically but Mm -hmm. we just aren't willing to quit we're not willing to give up on each other. And that's what usually, I mean, again, we, we bicker and argue like any other married couple uh, that's, that's going through their own shit. But we're just fucking relentless, dude. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Yeah. So props. Yep. Um, the next question, great question, Kenzie, by the way. When did you know the pizza place was a no-go? We miss it, by the way. The peanut butter and pickle pizza was fire. That, <laughs> that pizza was, so was bomb. Good. <laughs> Some the, people are like, the new what? menu was 
It was good. Fucking killer. I miss it so God. much, actually. Same. Nobody made a good pizza like good old Justin Harris. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Yeah. When did you know? Beat up that dough. Yeah. When did yeah. you know the pizza place was a no go? So what? When did when did we when did we know that? Um, I think for me being more on that during this, I felt like I handled ninety percent of the coffee shop stuff, right? Yeah. And yeah. you were handling ninety percent from home with a baby. Yeah. From, yes, pregnant. Um, I think for me, it's when I started noticing that staffing, no matter what we did. It it felt impossible. Which which came down to leadership, by the way, our fault, hundred yes. percent. Oh yeah, we couldn't. Uh-huh. hundred percent. Yeah, couldn't be there. Yeah, that's not like anything bad on anybody else. Yeah. It was just like they, everybody was spread thin. Mm-hmm. There was too much going on. Correct. Yes. Um, so when staff when staffing when, started, when I I saw that that was a struggle, mm-hmm. and I felt like um, I was suffering on the dev side to be there as much as I needed to be because I also had. A kid with me. Yeah. Um, I think that's when I started to look at if I have 10 spoons in a day, how many spoons is this place taking? Mm-hmm. That was kind of it for me. I think that uh, something that I learned is that what I do is I pretend like problems don't exist mm-hmm. when they're there. And when that starts to happen and when my brain does this little trickery where it's like, you know, there really is a fucking problem in front of me financially, whatever it is, leadership, whatever that problem is, there's a problem in front of me. And my brain wants to ignore that. And the second that my brain says to itself, go ahead, tuck that one away, pal, move on to the next one. That's when I know there's a problem. Mm -hmm. That's when I know that there was a problem for sure. And the second I started to do that, second I started to pretend like everything was going to be okay, because I'm a very Mm -hmm. optimistic person. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep fucking pushing, keep putting the next foot in front of the other. But then the day that came that, oh, I can't pay this bill right now or nobody else is getting paid. What the fuck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I think that was the realization for me. But solid question there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, knowing what you guys, what you do now, would you try it? a second go at a pizza place or another type of food place in the future if the situation was right and what would you do different? Mm, I like this one because uh, uh, I'm a hard no. I'm personally. a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fuck yeah. Um, I think that if, if the right cards were dealt and we took all our previous knowledge, we could come up with a killer business model for a food venue. Um, this is not anywhere on my radar right now. Have I thought about it? Absolutely. Um, there's nothing I love to do more than eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm hundred percent all for like some type of burrito cart. <laughs> okay. So what would you do differently? Make a mac and cheese burrito instead of a pizza. <laughs> what would you, no. what would you what really would I do, do differently? differently? Um, I would make sure that I, do you think, do you think it was just made more or less timing? For sure. Yeah. Do I think if we would have hit that at any point in our life other than the one that we were in? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't believe so? No. 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 Um, I don't know. Ooh. I think, I think, and here's why. Okay. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just think that like that particular business. No, no. As well as just in general, just, just in general, we're very like 100% in, on something like one thing, mm-hmm. you know, we have a hard time splitting that workload. 
And I think that if, again, in my opinion, if the coffee shops maybe were in a different spot and didn't need as much attention mm-hmm. as they do still, then maybe. But then that day's going to come where it's going to need your attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where my realization is like, you know, there's people that run five, six, seven companies, but I think that you reach a certain financial state that you're able to take some loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If, if, and I think and that, I think that's, I think that's where I stand is if we would have done this mm-hmm. 10, 20 years down the road, yeah, it would be a completely different story. Mm. Right. Because we would have taken that loss and been like, well, that sucks, but here we are. Yeah. No, I don't, you know? I don't think that, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think that in a, in the right perfect realm, it could be possible, but mm-hmm. I will tell you it is the least of my interests. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we, Devin and I can't drive anywhere without like looking at a building and being like, Oh, so I put a coffee shop there. What can mm-hmm. we do with that? What can we put mm-hmm. here? We're like, we're just constantly. It's yeah. yeah. It's like what, it's like fun for us when we go on fucking trips. We're like, Hey, we could probably put a devs <laughs> there. You know, we oh, like, that's what we do. It's, started on it's silly, Oregon. right? Yeah. So, uh, next yes. question. Yes. Um, Let's see here. How do you do it always on the go? That's a very simple one. We just keep pushing. We just keep going. Um, we just don't we don't stop. I think that, uh, you know, I ask my que- myself that question a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, were you surprised that I woke up this morning at four forty and I was went yes, to work out? I, I heard you hit snooze a couple times, and I'm I starting to get a little worried. I did. You know, we shot yeah. a, a podcast with uh, Shania from Full Force Fitness yesterday, and uh, I, 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 unbeknownst, made a commitment to go work out. <laughs> and I did, by the way, Carter. If you didn't see it, I did it. He but came home very sweaty, very stinky. How do you do it? We we try and stay as organized as possible, even though yeah. every aspect of it is not organized. Mm-hmm. But it's the constant push to try and organize things. It's uh, you know, and this is kind of our lifestyle. I think you got to be a little crazy. You got to be a little mm-hmm. little psychotic to do what we do mm-hmm. because um you know we can ask that question all the time people are like how the fuck do you, you know, wake up every single day and you do I, that same thing but i think the biggest thing that we've learned over the years too is i don't want to say anticipating problems uh-huh. um but waking up and knowing that your day is probably not gonna go right. how you plan for it to go and then you use the time in between Adapting the problems to, to to do what you need to do right for sure for sure. Putting out the but, fires. Yeah. Every day is just kind of spontaneous. Unfortunately, we're, yeah. we're trying to step away from that. We really are. Yeah. It's but just, it's I, just like everything else though. Yeah. I think like, I think our life is, is, is a little bit more crazy and a little bit more unexpected and, mm-hmm. you know, we have to be willing to adapt and, and, you know, you know, what's, what's, I said this word yesterday and I can't fucking think of it, but, oh, uh, gosh. you know, you're not you're jumping or you're juking. What's the word I'm looking for, babe? Jousting. No, not no. fucking jousting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, you're you're you have to be willing to like, like uh, pivot. That mm-hmm. is the word. Pivot. You got to be willing to pivot every mm-hmm. day from something that you were gonna do. Yes. To something that you're not, and this this happens every day. Every okay. no questions. I think if any person looked at my personal planner, uh-huh. um, You'd they laugh. would probably go insane. Yes. The amount of like overlap and double booking that we do, yeah, is just incredible, and we still do it all. We do, yeah. We still do it all. 
Yeah, we still try finding time for for family is really difficult right now. But Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's sleep in the same bed. We do. That's always been (laughs) our goal, I think, though. Yeah. Like that's what we're working towards. Like Mm -hmm. that is what drives us. Is this this picture that someday, you know, one our kids will be taken care of and and they'll be at at least financially set up for the rest of their lives and hopefully Mm -hmm. their kids will be too. But but overall, like we have this picture of I don't want to work until we're sixty five and you know I want to be able to retire within the next five years and spend the rest of my life, you know, doing cool shit with my kids and experiencing life and traveling. And, you know, that's, I think, both of our Boy, our I have a question goal. for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even if we were to retire in five years, do yeah. you think we would actually retire? No, there's, I mean, I have a different, I, by retire, no, we'll never stop working because we mm-hmm. both love it so much. Um, you also got to love it too, to answer that question. Why do we do it? Or how do mm-hmm. you do it? We, we love what we do. I think mm-hmm. we do. We don't love the chaos as much, but I think we were, we're genuinely passionate about, you know, building something and building a brand and, and making something our own. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll never stop working. But by retire, I mean like being able to step away from something and, and say, hey, I want to go on a vacation this week. And then just dip out for a week and understand Willingly that your, sh- able to go in. your shit's yeah. going to do its thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let them know how vital it is to have a woman who sticks with you through all the fuck ups. He said, I wanted to do this with my girl. Uh, <laughs> this one got me a little bit because like one, my wife is amazing for one. She does an insane amount of, you know, one, she not only takes care of our kids at home, but she's doing mentally business stuff at the same time, which is really difficult when they're just screaming baby. I can't do it. Um, like you can, but we do this together. Um, we are not, there is not one person who does like one thing more than the other. Yeah. Maybe one of us is, 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 uh, you know, I think caring for the children a little bit more, but we both understand that we both have very important roles that, that go into, into what we do, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I am very thankful for you. And I I'm think that for you. this was misunderstood. This guy thought that I just like did everything by myself and that's not fucking true. <laughs> like, well, not even remotely. I mean, you are present more i i am definitely yeah i am i am definitely gram present more for sure um i feel like that's my own fault that's not my my niche yeah that's okay though yeah you got any questions for me Devin? okay if we were to let's say let's move away and start a completely new business Mm -hmm. let's say that devs does not exist what would you do different Ooh. To start from the ground up. Um, we have nothing. What would I do different? Mm-hmm. I would do something that, that I, well, I would, I would probably do some type of online something that uh, kind of compounded on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would, I would find an industry or a business, you know, like whether it be selling something like, like subscriptions subscription boxes, um, something of that sort, something that, that can grow or compound and maintain itself mm-hmm. without 50 employees or 60 employees. And, and there, there's, you know, yes, uh, there has to be somebody to package those boxes of coffee or whatever it is that you're selling in a subscription service. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of these like service based sales stuff that I feel like is these guys are just making millions of fucking dollars mm-hmm. by 
selling some fucking course or something. And that's not, not saying that's that's what I want to do or what I would do, but I would find something like that. And I have a couple ideas, but I need to keep them up here. <laughs> but yeah, something like something like that. What would you do? Mm-hmm. I think I would do the same thing. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I knowing what I know now about running a team, mm-hmm. um, I'd probably start with more process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's something that with devs where we don't lack, but we're constantly refining. And I feel like that, that isn't necessarily anybody's fault. It's just growing pains. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we add a new layer of something, right. we have to simplify something else. Right. Right. Um, and I feel like having most of that figured out before starting with a team would probably drastically change where we're sitting right now, which we're running smoothly. We're running great, mm-hmm. but it's just, this I don't concept. think it's smooth. You don't I think, think it's, it's hard smooth. as fuck every day. Oh. <laughs> I think the coffee shops, they, fuck me, right? I'm just joking, <laughs> okay. but I, I mean, it's definitely not smooth. I think it's tough. Well, yes, but, but I, I know mean, what you mean. Things are, it's, it's a oiled machine, it not well oiled point. machine. It's an oiled machine. It's an oiled machine. It's, it's like 10 K deep oiled machine. <laughs> Kinda so like, like your 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 ten thousand deep, you ain't changed the oil yet. She's a little black. Yeah. Not really loose, you know. Yeah. We're getting there though. We're getting mm-hmm. there. We we're still making mistakes every day. Um, what do you think is something that what it, what do you think is a is a mistake that we made with the coffee shops that you wish that you would you would do differently other than the process? Other than the process, like other what than does creating that process, everything is process. No, creating process. Creating other than process. creating process. Um, starting off with a stronger leadership team. Yeah. That wasn't based around you and I. Yeah. I feel like we've we've gotten to a, a good point now where mm-hmm. customers have developed a relationship with our teams. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, when we would take time off. Hmm. Um the business was very much centered around you, you and, and I or so you we and couldn't my mom, step away or we couldn't step away without, yeah. you know, being questioned, which is completely reasonable when you're used to seeing the same person and having the same person make your coffee every morning. Um, but I, I do think that is something that in the beginning, especially was, was very hard. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree. I yeah. think that for me, it's, it's the pace at which we go. And okay. I think that, we get so ambitious or just people in general, mm-hmm. you know, like you see something in front of you and you want to just take it and mm-hmm. you want to just go for it. And something I've learned is like, yeah, it's cool to take risks. It's great to, to, you know, take advantage of what's in front of you. But I feel like at some point you have to like stop and just really like think about what it is that you're going to put into it. And I think that we Mm-hmm. We didn't. We just kept going. We mm-hmm. just kept jumping to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's like always trying to like, even with this podcast, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're just like jumping. We're just going for stuff. And, uh, you know, I think that that is something that I will, I would probably do differently is like try and set the pace down a little bit slow and like down. slow it down. You know, I feel like well, I... If we're talking about life-wise, I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. My my word for the last month has been mindful. Mm-hmm. Just be more mindful. What does that mean? You no. Know, like understand what's in front of you. Like when you have a cup of coffee, sip it. Yeah. Taste it. 
yeah. not just like I'm so fucking tired <laughs> and guzzle it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's where I've been starting my morning. I I set the coffee maker at night. I wake up. I don't turn on the TV. I don't turn on any music. I just sit there. Yeah. I just think about my coffee and how good it is. And what it's gonna do for me? Why don't we just do OnlyFans? We could. I mean, your feet are pretty hairy, so <laughs> I'm sure some people are into that. <laughs> So Shania yesterday was mm. talking to me about this and how she's had requests of dudes to like crush her fucking like like uh she wants like crush watermelons and shit, right? Is that what she said? <laughs> Guys that have asked her to like fly to Vegas, pay her fifty thousand dollars to crush stuff in between her legs, and like that's like the thing. And like her but hus- has she taken Hang them? on, hang on. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you how what I told her. Her husband said no. Like, don't do that. <sighs> And I was like, yo, if I told, if my wife said that she, there's some dude that wanted to pay her 50 grand to go like fucking crush it with, I would would say (laughs) fucking go for it, dude. And you'd be all over it. There wouldn't even be a question. (laughs) The funny thing is I said this exact thing on the podcast (laughs) yesterday and I was going to bring it up to you in person because I knew like exactly how the conversation would go, which is like, uh, fuck yeah, I would do that. Bye. You ever wonder about wonder like look at other other people's like success still with where we're at and you're like, man, wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. You ever do that? But you know what? Those people probably went through the same shit. You think so? Maybe most of them. I think so too. Yeah. I think sometimes we need to stop thinking about all the bullshit and just like try and Keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking so much. I, I don't. That sounded pretty pity party. We don't throw pity parties, but. No, I mean, like, even like we started the podcast off mm-hmm. and we were like, we're the one percent. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just putting that shit in the air. You yeah. know, Maybe we should go back to talking to our water. We should. This is a good idea. This has been great for me. Yeah. You are self-reflecting when you hear yourself talk about shit. <laughs> Like God, you know it's that been a, it's been a good date night, honey. It also like sharing that story. There's like I feel like there's just so much context that like you can't explain. Mm-hmm. You know, like just like over and over and over again every day. Like we've been doing this well, shit for like literally like six years. Mm-hmm. You know, and we haven't stopped. Like we've taken, Correct. you know, uh, five days off. We've taken what two vacations? Yep. In for six like years, three days. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, we took one for, we've taken, we've taken two or three vacations in, in the last six years. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, like realistically the day off here, a few days off here, but for the most part, we've just, yeah. we do it every day. Do we want to get a little deep into this? Do it. Uh, public judgment. Yeah. Public judgment. You yes. think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In what way? Um, like, what are you afraid of? Not necessarily what I'm afraid of. Cause I feel like. It, it could always be worse, right? But I feel like we went through the worst mm-hmm. of that with the pizza place. Sure. So at at the same time as opening the Battleground location, our third location, right? We closed the pizza place. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, there was a lot, there was a lot of public judgment that I didn't necessarily know how to process because we had all these people personally attacking us um 
and, and, and us not having the ability to necessarily defend ourselves yeah. in that moment. Um, that bugged me for a really long time to the point that I haven't even worked in the orchards location since that happened Yeah, because I am terrified even going to stores in that, in that area, I don't go to anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I've got a little bit of PTSD personally, um, regarding that every time I make a decision, I'm like, okay, well what happens if that it doesn't go how I plan for it to go? Then what happens? So the what, the what if the what if, like, I feel like my, my, reputation our reputation was tarnished even though it necessarily it it wasn't necessarily tarnished but yeah no i think it was a little bit i mean like well there's plenty of people that'll probably think certain things that Mm -hmm. till the day we die i'm sure there will be yeah something right but you're always Um, gonna have people like that though naysayers Yeah. yeah i think the biggest example or the prime example of this is like something that just happened recently which is that? Oh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We're like, yes. l- I'm, I'm, I'm l- sitting at my house. Devin went to the beach with the boys. Mm-hmm. I had to go get a tux fitted for my sister's wedding. And it was actually my mom's fiftieth birthday. It was your mom's fiftieth birthday. So yep. we kind of went our separate directions. Yep. For the day. <clears throat> and, and I'm. What happened on your way home? <laughs> I'm uh, just crossing the two hundred five bridge. With the boys. They're both asleep. It's uh, it's probably 9.30 at night, and one of our, our longest employees, uh, Savannah, is is calling us. And I'm like, it's a Saturday night. Why is she calling me? Like, right. something has to be wrong, right? Um, I pick up, and I'm like, hey. And she's like, are you, are you at home? Are you awake? And I said, yeah, what's up? You know, thinking that I'm about to get hit with something really bad. She goes, Pied Piper's on fire. Did you hear? And I said, no. And I said, what? Like, I swear, you, I just heard you say that Pied Piper is on fire. And she's like, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, my God. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm probably five miles away at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try and make my way there and see what's up. But yeah. um, and at the same time, I had probably three or four different people calling me, yeah. texting me, um, sending Facebook messages. I haven't even got back to half of them yet. Um, just saying, Hey, I hope that somebody, somebody told you, let you know, um, five people text me at the same time. Mm-hmm. You were one of them, mm-hmm. you know, but literally within minutes, like, like these offload of text messages and people are like, pizza place don't fire. The pizza place don't fire. I'm sure you didn't know, or, you know, I'm sure you knew by now, but blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like in my head going, Oh my fucking like, God, is this, the next this is never thing. going to end. Yeah. Never going to end. I was like, when am I going to be able to literally not ever fucking think about this again? Never. And it's like, it's like weeding its way into my fucking <laughs> life, dude. And then to follow it up with, which is what we're getting at here, which is that the public says things mm-hmm. on the internet and just instantly assumes we're fucking arsonists and we're going to go. Because we had a business that closed. No, no, no. Like, yes. Like, let's think about this for a second. Why the fuck? Would we go burn a pizza place down <laughs> that we have no, that doesn't fucking matter. There's nothing in there that's mine, yeah. right? I'm going to go burn it down and then what? Just like I never have to fucking pay for it again? No, like I still <laughs> got to pay all the shit off. It doesn't matter. I'm going to like, 
the mind that comes mm-hmm. into some of these the thoughts of being like, oh, well, it's oddly coincidental that the pizza play just closed a year ago and now it's on fire. I wonder who did it. <laughs> Not to mention that this uh, pizza place had actually caught on fire previous to us <laughs> purchasing it. But that's... Oh. It's just dumb, what, what that right? Matter, you it's know? really dumb. Yeah. And that, that's, that was something that like I wanted to feed into a little bit with what you were just saying, which is the mm-hmm. fact that like, People are going to say whatever the fuck they want to say, whether it's it's just whatever is is like sounds fucking cool. Like some people don't even think about what the fuck they're going to say. Mm. Shit, I don't even think about what I'm going to say half the time. I just freaking we spit it say out. That again. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that was you just the Internet's a wild fucking place. You oh. can't people read it. People are anything. wild. They people are. are wild. Yeah. They are. How many times have we been approached in public regarding this exact topic? Uh. Well, we probably probably stopped hearing about it. I don't know what. Maybe mm. maybe a few months ago, maybe three or four months ago. And now now it's just like every every like once a week maybe. Mm-hmm. People so ask me about it. Place. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna write you a book. You're like a fucking yeah. A leprechaun came and stole it. Yeah. You thought it was a pot of gold. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Anyway, should we wrap this up, honey? Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I feel like there wasn't as much, I think, direction as I wanted it to go. And okay. it, by not direction, I just mean like the story is like I'm like trying to skip over things that I like because there's just They're so much that happened, crucial. dude. Yeah. But just to understand, I think that the moral of it is, you know, we uh, this wasn't a Pied Piper story. This is a, a you and me story. Mm-hmm. And I think we that get our own story. Yeah, no, I th- it's not just a story. It's just like, who who are we? Where did we come from? What's our past? And this is our past. So what is this podcast? And this podcast, I think a, a good answer for that is, um, you know, it's our way to to try and learn and at least like shed some light on the things that, you know, regular entrepreneurs go through. And mm-hmm. maybe it's not entrepreneurs. I don't think it'll always be entrepreneurs because it's going to reach a point where I'm just getting tired of talking about the same fucking struggle that all the business owners have, which is very much the same thing. But, mm-hmm. you know. We, we all tired. We really do. Yeah, that, that's that's what it is. But we're going to get out of it. And I think eventually, you know, it's it's one of those things of understanding that we're just going to keep going. We're just going to keep pushing. And this is a great way for us to talk about things. And that's why I love it because I feel like, I just wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to like get perspective and, you know, to help me understand that I'm not alone, you know? And I feel like so much of our journey, we, we had family and we had friends behind us. Right. But for the most part, most of those people were all in the mix and we didn't necessarily feel comfortable sharing we're probably gonna have to leave this out no it's fine go ahead <laughs> we didn't feel comfortable sharing um, what we didn't feel like anybody could relate because yeah no doubt they didn't necessarily have the same things on the line that we did mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. um they saw us a, a struggle right and they knew what we were going through but yeah. they they didn't have as much risk in right. the game as we did yeah um and for me i think when you started talking about doing all of this that's why i felt more supportive of it because it I, I thought it might be a good opportunity for us to be like hey we aren't the one percent you know we're a hundred percent of yeah. of entrepreneurs i also think another good thing to point out 
with you and I is we really don't ever do anything like every big decision that we've ever made. Mm-hmm. We do it a hundred percent together. Yes. And are in on it. You know, and sometimes one of us is more ambitious than the other one, but we definitely don't ever like all of these, these decisions, we, they don't weigh on one person. They mm-hmm. are one person's decisions. Yep. They are ours. And we, we hold on to that wheat together and we make sure that we take it on together. So I think that's also what makes yeah. us a good team. We've, we are successful together, but we fucking fail together at the same mm. time, you know? So I think that's important if you work or you are in a business with your significant other. But anyway, I love you very much. I love you too. This was fun. We'll, uh, can you come on the podcast like maybe sometime soon? Um, as long as I don't have any uh, life-altering things happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why haven't I been on the podcast lately? Well, I think that one, um, we we, lo- we didn't have a babysitter for one, and then mm-hmm. you got like a sty in your eye. It like wasn't even a sty. It was like a it was like some stress induced like cyst or some shit. <laughs> Her eye was like the this like <laughs> this freaking big for like four weeks. Yeah. And then uh, what it's happened after better that? Better now. Um, then you had to get like your your belly my, my, and your my butt b- stucked out. <laughs> what's it called i had my butt plunged colonoscopy <laughs> a colonoscopy because you got like every fucking health problem yeah. known to man yeah Band. which by the way <laughs> that came back perfectly fine you're shitting me it's literally shitting you yeah perfectly fine mm-hmm. Shut the stress induced all right we're going to see this guy yeah that guy i sent you a picture of dr miller yes. anyway you guys thank you so much for listening watching viewing and subscribing we are at episode 15 and uh i'm just i'm just waiting that 20 i don't know what it is something about the 20 we're gonna throw a party or have something big for episode 20 because that's a big one it's a big one for me but uh you want to tell them what they should do like subscribe (laughs) (laughs) such a goon i love you all right you guys we'll see you next week later